Hi, this is Ahmed Sharif and you are listening to From the Newsroom, your daily evening news catch-up show from Deccan Herald. Here are the top news of today, Sunday, August the 23rd, 2020. After a statutory regulatory order or what is called as a SRO issued by Pakistan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs revealed the addresses, aliases and passport numbers of Dawood Ibrahim, the ministry issued a statement that reports claiming Pakistan admitting to the presence of certain listed individuals on its territory based on the information contained in the SRO are baseless and misleading. Dawood is one of the most wanted men by Indian authorities for perpetrating the 1993 Mumbai bomb blast and he is among 88 others who were in a list of persons under an arms embargo whose assets were ordered to be frozen and placed under a travel ban. The SRO was issued by Pakistan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs to avoid being blacklisted by the Paris-based Financial Action Task Force or FATF. The statement read and I quote The Ministry of Foreign Affairs issued two consolidated SROs on 18th August 2020 reflecting the current status of the UN Taliban and ISIL Daesh and AQ sanctions list. These lists contain names of individuals and entities designated under the two sanction regimes established pursuant to the UN Security Council resolutions. The consolidated SROs are issued periodically as a routine matter. Similar SROs have been issued by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in the past as per statute requirements to meet our international obligations last such sros were issued in 2019 it is once again reiterated that the information contained in the sro is reproduced as per the details in the list entry of the individuals or entities designated under the two sanctions regime which is publicly available and contains names of individuals who despite their confirmed deceased status still continue to be on the sanctions list unquote Other than Dawood, Lakshri Taiba head Hafiz Saeed, head of LTE's operations Zakir Rahman Lakhvi and Jaish Muhammad chief Masood Azhar are among the list of those sanctioned. IIPM director Arindam Chaudhary has been arrested by Central Goods and Services Tax South Delhi Commissionerate for an alleged rupees 23 crore tax evasion case. He has been arrested under section 89 of the Finance Act which enlists penalties for evading payment of service tax. IIPM was found guilty of giving false MBA degrees to students in 2014. Congress President Sonia Gandhi has asked the party to find a new president after a group of leaders flagged the lack of a full-time president. The battle lines were drawn with 23 leaders writing a letter to the Congress president which was seen by a large section of the party as an attempt to divert the attention from pressing issues such as the sagging economy and create confusion in the minds of millions of party workers. Stung by first united attempt by a section of the leaders to call for organizational elections and steady the party that appeared adrift with the absence of a full-time president Sonia who is now 73 years old is learned to have conveyed a desire to step down and ask the party to look for a new leader Punjab Chief Minister Amarinder Singh, Chhattisgarh Chief Minister Bhupesh Baghel and Puducherry Chief Minister V Narayana Swamy have issued statements decrying attempts by the 23 leaders to call for a complete overhaul in the party. State units of the Congress rallied behind the Gandhi family terming the action of the 23 leaders questioning their leadership as unfortunate. 
Former Karnataka Chief Minister Siddaramaiah said and I quote, It is unfortunate that the leadership of the Gandhi family is questioned by few. In these difficult times of undeclared emergency and attack on democracy by the BJP, we should collectively strive to strengthen Congress and not weaken it, unquote. As mentioned earlier, at least 23 leaders had written to Sonia flagging the leadership crisis and calling for internal elections, while another section pressing for the return of Rahul Gandhi as Congress president. The letter is the first united attempt by Congress leaders to intervention of the party chiefs to set things right in the organisation which appears adrift with the lack of a full-time president to take on the challenge posed by a well-oiled missionary of the BJP. While the 23 leaders, including veterans Ghulam Nabi Azad, Anand Sharma, to youngsters Manish Tiwari, Milan Diora and Jitin Prasada have called for sweeping changes in the Congress organisation, section of party leaders see it as a move to derail Rahul's return to the helm of party affairs. Asking Rahul to stop being adamant and return as Congress president, former Mumbai Congress President Sanjay Nirupam said that the letter is a new conspiracy to blunt the leadership of Rahul Gandhi. In a letter addressed to members of the Congress Working Committee, AICC Secretary Vamshi Chand Reddy said and I quote, In view of the existing conditions, any further delay in promoting Rahulji as the President AICC can cause incalculable harm to the progress of the Congress Party and can be dispiriting to the entire Congress family, unquote. The joint letter by 23 leaders to the Congress President is said to have been written about a fortnight back, but the Congress had officially denied the existence of any such letter. Rahul had quit as Congress President in July last year, accepting responsibility of the party's second successive debacle in the Lok Sabha elections and conveyed that the Congress should look beyond the Gandhi family for leadership. He has conveyed to the party on numerous occasions that he was unwilling to return as party president and was ready to work for the party as an ordinary member. However, since his resignation as Congress President last year, Rahul has had a say in key appointments in the party and selection of candidates for Rajya Sabha elections. Rahul had also stepped in to defuse the crisis in Rajasthan where Sachin Pilot had rebelled against the style functioning of Chief Minister Ashok Gelot. Pilot gave up on his rebellion after discussions with Rahul and AICC General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi Vadra. Former Assam Chief Minister and Veteran Congress Leader Tarun Gogoi has claimed that he got information that former Chief Justice of India Ranjan Gogoi was in the list of BJP's Chief Ministerial candidates for next year's Assembly elections. But BJP was quick to rubbish it and termed it as a desperate statement by 85-year-old Congress leader saying Tarun Gogoi says whatever comes to his mind. Chief Spokesperson of BJP's Assam unit Rupam Goswami told DHNI quote, has Tarun Gogoi joined BJP? He is a veteran politician and served as chief minister for three terms, how can he make such a light and irrelevant statement about decision by another party and about a former CGI? It suggests he has become frustrated as he knows that BJP and its allies will again form the government." Unquote. Tarun Gugoy, who declared that he would not be Congress's chief minister candidate this time, had claimed that BJP could consider the former CGI as chief minister candidate as BJP was happy with his judgment over Ram Mandir issue at Ayodhya. Tarun Gogoi told reporters and I quote, Why did not he refuse Rajya Sabha seat? He could become chairman of Human Rights Commission or any other similar body. This shows he is interested in politics. I have information that Ranjan Gogoi is in the list of BJP's CM candidate, unquote. When asked about BJP's chief minister candidate for the assembly elections slated next year, Goswami said and I quote, The election is still six to seven months away. Let the time come, but BJP will not ask Tarun Gogoi while deciding on this. Unquote. 
Another BJP leader said the ruling party would not like to change Sarbananda Sonowal for the chief minister post given his clean image and acceptability among voters and leaders belonging to different communities. This despite the fact that a section within the party wants senior leader and cabinet minister Hemant Biswa Sarma to be BJP's chief minister candidate. While BJP plans to continue with the pre-poll alliance with the regional AJP and Bodoland People's Front, the Congress is trying to stitch a grand alliance with Badruddin Ajmal-led All India United Democratic Front and other smaller political forces like left parties to unseat the BJP from power. The Assembly elections in Bihar due later this year would be held on time, highly placed sources in the Election Commission told PTI. The term of the 243-member Bihar Legislative Assembly comes to an end on November 29th. Indications are that the polls could be held sometime in October-November. A senior official of the poll panel uh, told PTI and I quote, Bihar elections are definitely happening on time, unquote. The opposition party in the state, the Rashtriya Janata Dal, has questioned the need for holding the elections amid the pandemic. The Lok Jan Shakti party, a constituent of the ruling NDA, has urged the poll panel to postpone the polls in view of the pandemic. Some other parties like the the NCP and the National People's Party too have demanded postponing the elections. That's it today from the newsroom. Tune in at 7am tomorrow for our feature show, The Lead. If you like this show, please share this podcast with your friends, family and on social media. Do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. For latest news and top stories of the day, log on to www.deckinherald.com or visit the all-new Deccan Herald app. Check out our e-paper at www.deckinheraldepaper.com. Subscribe to our Telegram channel at t.me slash Deccan Herald News. Take care and have a great evening. Thank you.